Welcome to season three of the Live and Unlearn podcast with me, Katie Carwan. I was looking for someone to support me with my eating habits. She helped me discover the uh, fantastic opportunities with raw food. And even though I never became a 100% raw food person, I'm still a decade later using a lot of her techniques, inspiration, and wisdom when it comes to food and emotions related to food. Four years later, 2018, she sold everything she owned. She uh, packed her suitcases and left Belgium for New York. She did that to start a new life when she was 60. Now, needless to say, she has inspired me a lot in many ways, and I'm also glad to call her my friend. I've invited her to my podcast to share a few things about unlearning. I asked her what she believes she helped me unlearn back in the days. And also, I'm going to ask her what she is currently unlearning herself. Recently, at age 65, she published her very first book. And I know there will be more. Let's meet Marie-Claire Hermans. Marie-Claire, I'm delighted to have you on my podcast this time. Welcome. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm so curious because you and I worked together for a couple of periods uh, some years ago, and you introduced me to a whole new world. It was a world that was absolutely off my radar for decades of my life, <laughs> and you helped me see a number of new things and you also helped me unlearn certain things and now I'm really curious and I have no idea what you're going to share so I would really like you to share with me and the listeners what is it that you believe that you helped me unlearn? I love that question Katie and uh, at first I thought well, that's easy. I helped Katie unlearn how to cook all her food. But then I remembered something you told me at the end when we were wrapping up our coaching time together. And out of the blue, you said, like right at the end, oh, and I'm not afraid of feeling hungry anymore. And that's when my, my heart really jumped up because I realized, wow, this is truly meaningful. And if there's anything I could help you with and support you with, it was unlearning being fearful of your food, of being hungry. For me, that's the most wonderful thing I could have supported you with. It's unlearning being afraid of feeling hungry. You know, I have tears in my, my eyes when you're sharing this. And the reason is, you know, you didn't teach me or help me unlearn to feel hungry because I was still hungry. Yes. <laughs> I stopped being afraid of it, which yes. was a major breakthrough for me. And so I spent more than five decades of my life, you know, being afraid of being hungry, which is quite a lot of energy 
you know, getting yes. into that space. So mm. what was it that you found so intriguing about that? I, I, I can certainly realize that, that it must have been intriguing to you to, to hear me say that. But what was it that made you really pick that up as one of the key takeaways for me when I'm learning from you? I understood in that moment that it was not something to focus on because when there is fear and you focus on the fear, it only becomes worse and more fearful. So I don't think I spent much attention to it or talking to you about it, but I understood that there were many layers underneath that we could address in a different way, a more fun way. And I remember that phrase where you said, I'm afraid of hunger came up when I was uh, suggesting you to do a short detox by juicing, fa fasting on juices. And you said, no, that's not going to work for me. Mm. And so we just took another approach and we had a lot of fun in the kitchen. We were making all this glorious food and I was teaching you techniques and you were enjoying playing in the kitchen and yes, I experimenting recall and coming up with all these glorious dishes. Uh, so I think that what I picked upon was not focusing on the fear, but taking it away by minimizing it the possibilities I think and the opportunity of how wonderful food can be and I do think that in the end we achieved that vision together because you started trusting your food and when you told me I'm no longer afraid and I'm looking into intermittent fasting I was like wow you know this is amazing <laughs> Yeah, well, I have to add to your commentary there that you're absolutely right. I thought you were crazy when you shared with me that you were fasting while, you know, going by flight to, to the U.S. And there might be, you know, 10 or 12 hours, you yeah. know, without food. It was impossible to, to see myself do something like that. Guess what? It's not impossible. Okay, I might be a bit hungry, but then again, I can divert and I can, you know, drink water and I can do other things. And... I'm still here. Isn't that fantastic? Yes, and it's it's not about fighting the food. I think I understood that we, the more you resist, the uh, more it persists, and the more you fight something, the stronger that mm. enemy <laughs> becomes. Yes. So I think you learn to embrace your food and see that it, doesn't take you down it doesn't have to weigh you down it can be enjoyed fully it can be guilt-free and uh, that's how you built a different kind of relationship with your food I'm sure yes. and with yourself now and you feel safe with it right and, yeah 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 that so, is so true and also mm -hmm. when I reflect back on what you helped me unlearn is it has a lot to do with changing perspectives about food and how to uh, how to approach it, how to plan for it, how to uh, play with it. You said that that yourself because I really love food and I really love making food and sharing food and and enjoying meals with other people. So that is such a big part of my life. Food is much more than just the nutrition, right? It's it's a lot about 
the socializing and the sharing and the memories and all of that. So very instrumental thing. And thank you so much for uh, sharing that with, with me and the, the listeners. Well, I think it's amazing that I was able to help you achieve that, but also that you are vulnerable about it and that mm. you're open to having me share this because it is a big thing <laughs> and it's it very is. personal, right? It uh, is. And it's so personal. Yeah, it's such a big part of everyday life and also a lot about, you know, self-doubt and, and uh, punishing yourself for falling off the uh, uh, falling off the horse or you know back up again thank you that was really really good and i i i'm glad you didn't tell me in advance because then i would probably come up with some very brilliant things to say <laughs> but, as you all do <laughs> yeah because it's really not taking my my breath away right now because it's such a strong emotional attachment to to food and to meals so Thank you for sharing. And I know I'm not alone in, in this. Oh, you're, no, you're certainly not alone. But you were brave enough to share it with me. I had never heard anybody say that right. uh, so straightforward. That's That was enriching for me so I could, could do the right things, mm. step away from fear that yes, food absolutely. was presenting to you. Now we're switching gears here, right? I'm now in a position where I'm going to ask you the same question. Mm -hmm. Not what I taught you, but I'm I'm looking for, you know, because you have not only been a mentor to me, but also to many other people in this space and area. And uh, right now you you recently released your, your new book. And I know that you are looking to have an impact in many, many more people's lives. So what... Dear Marie Claire, <laughs> if anything, are you currently unlearning yourself? I have to give that a lot of thought because I'm unlearning so many things, more unlearning than learning at the moment. But when I was looking at how can I bundle it somehow, I noticed there was certainly a theme and it's very related to the theme we just talked about and it's fear. And um, currently, I am unlearning the fear of aging, being fearful of old age as I became 65. And I'm looking at the next quarter. How is that going to look like? How am I going to end up like, you know? Uh, how is that, yeah, future looking like? The reason why that fear came up is because the past three years our family has gone through a lot of traumatic events with our real close ones a lot of death but also a lot of suffering pain and it's witnessing that suffering and pain that made me think oh my goodness I always had all these wonderful youthful role models who were old in their centennial age and still speaking on stage or writing books or being meaningful in society and now all of a sudden I witnessed all this fear and suffering and I was like oh my goodness is this how it's gonna be like for real I am very focused on unlearning that fear of old age. Mm. Wow. 
Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. It's um, something I think not only me, but also many other people can relate to. If you were to give a piece of advice to other people having similar thoughts and, and uh, reflections about that specific topic, so where would you suggest that they start off on learning being fearful about aging? Well, first of all, we will all get to that point where we're aging and getting old. And that's when we're lucky, right? We don't realize enough that we are the lucky ones to age. As so many young people are dying way too young, right? I was looking at that perspective. You know what? I'm lucky to get old. Not that I see 65 as old, not at all. The other thing is, how can I optimize the time that I have between now and that final moment? Who do I want to be in that process? And more importantly, who do I get to be today? Because there's no tomorrow, is what I learned. Where I'm starting because I just started this journey of unlearning consciously as I realized, you know what? You get to do something about this or you're going to just sit in those fears for years and then you will regret <laughs> losing all that precious time. Where I'm starting is realizing I'm lucky with every day I get. And what will I do today to feel that lucky girl or to fulfill joy in this day. The other thing that freed up with this whole new perspective is I don't have to do anything anymore. I don't have to anymore. I want to, I wish to, I get to, but I really shouldn't or have to anymore. And that's the big advantage of aging, I'm sure. It's you can do whatever you want to do without being judged. And that's what I'm doing. I picked up my child's dream, my children's dream, or how should I say that, child's dream. It's um, being a writer. I've always postponed that. And I've written a lot during my lifetime, but I never published anything because there was not enough time. I was so focused on my business and the passions I had. But now, after my younger sister passed suddenly, I realized I had this agenda with no blank space in. There was something on every moment of the day. And now when I open my agenda, it's blank. There's nothing written in there except for maybe babysit my grandchildren. <laughs> mm. Yes. It's only like planning for, yeah, I'm making time for the fun stuff. How can I enjoy this day, this moment? And the writing part. I published my first book on my 65th year in this life. And so the only plan I have is moving forward. I'm a very active woman. How can I stay active is by writing another book every year and publishing it. That's, that's my vision of this last quarter, as I call it. <laughs> Aging doesn't that fearful anymore, you know? That's what I feel like. That would be another nice advice, I think. Take something you always wanted to do and you never did because of all kinds of excuses 
and just do that you know go with that yeah it sounds to me like by shifting the way you talk to yourself the words you're using the way you phrase the things it's like you suddenly have a lot of things to look forward to yes yeah, yeah. i have that feeling too like i'm a published author now i'm leaving a legacy for my grandchildren which is mm. a big thing now for me yeah. and the older you get the more important your family is yes as you have less and less and less of it left and it becomes such a focal point that you want to be your best for you want to show yes. up as a role model as somebody they respect and look up to and can learn from that mm. that is the most important part maybe i want to pass on the wisdom that's why i wrote this book as well i have a lot of wisdom and and experience and now that the business kind of slowed down during COVID, it's like you know what and maybe this is an opportunity at first yeah. i wanted to hold on to the business because i loved doing it and now it's like you know i can do other things that are just as yeah. meaningful thank you thank you so much mary claire this is um, very hopeful yes this is a very valuable piece of sharing and i know that many people around me are struggling with fearfulness of certain things including aging including fearfulness of, of becoming ill or losing the, uh, close ones and so on so i'm really delighted that you came to this podcast episode today to share this and this is actually going to kick off my third season just on the spot as you were speaking it came to me that obviously that season should focus on unlearning fear of dot 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 and now you have set the scene and it will be so interesting to see who will pick up, continue to share in their own space. Do you have any final words for the listeners today in terms of unlearning? What, if anything, could um, spark the, the journey of unlearning um, according to, to your own experiences? Regrets. The, the word regrets come up now. Mm. Like, I don't want to end up with regrets I think that is a big drive. Like, what can you do now that you would regret if you would not have done it in your life? Right. Because that's, I mean, you can't take your house and your grave. You can't take your money with you. When I hear and I witnessed the endings of my loved ones, that's what they were talking about, you know? Yes. The regrets, what they wish they had done more. And so I think I learned from that. Beautiful. Thank you so much, dear Marie-Claire, my dear friend and mentor. I hope there will be many books coming from yes. your side <laughs> over the next couple of years. I hope so too. Yes, and you're more than welcome back to my podcast at a later stage if there is anything else to share in the unlearning space from your side. I would love to. Thank you so much for having me. If you're interested in learning more about Marie Claire and her recently published book called Plant Based for Profits, How to Eat for Success, you will find more information about that on Amazon.com and of course also at her website energyforexperts.com. This season will focus of unlearning fear of dot dot dot. 
You're welcome back to other topics under that umbrella theme. Until next time, happy unlearning.